Ben Fagan here with another episode of Career Cash, the podcast. And on this episode, I am joined by program and event supervisor at Don Cesar Hotel and a part-time wedding planner, Sarah Nabel. On this episode, Sarah shares how she navigated the job search process coming out of college, how she's building her career in the event planning industry, and why, regardless of your career, it's so important to be patient. It's an awesome conversation. Let's get to it. Well, I'm very excited to uh, be joined by Sarah. Sarah, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? Fantastic. Fantastic. So we got a little East Coast, West Coast of Florida action, but the beautiful technology that we have allows us to all bring, uh, bring us all together. So that's an awesome thing. So as I kind of start with every show, because it brings a little context to what you do and then kind of uh, guides where our uh, conversation goes from there. Can you tell me a little bit about what you do on a day-to-day basis um, and what your day-to-day looks like in, in the work that you do? So right now I am currently working at the Don Cesar Hotel, or they call it the Pink Palace in St. Pete Beach, Florida. And my role there, I am the program supervisor. So essentially what I do, I'm there full time, I'm there five days a week. And what I do is I run the resort activities, which I do on Thursday through Sunday. So I handle all the events for guests of the hotel and as well as the members. Um, So the events from kids to adults, all kinds of different stuff I run. That's my job. And I also do the members of the hotel. Essentially, those are people that live in the area. They're members of the resort. They come on a daily basis. And I also do their events as well. And that goes from their socials, their mixers. They have wine receptions, all kinds of different stuff. So I kind of run all over the place. I do all kinds of events. Super fun. And there's also a lot of office work. I do a lot of billing and kind of keep track of all my numbers. So is that something that you kind of gravitate towards? Because I know, and we'll touch on it in a second, that that you're you're not too far removed from college, which is awesome um, that you're doing such great stuff already. Um, was that something that you, you were looking for in a job or something that you kind of ended up having where you got to kind of bounce around all over the place and there was a, it was almost like all encompassing? What was kind of your thought process on that? So for me, I always wanted to move after college, not too far, but I loved this side of Florida. And I was like, you know what, let's see what they have over there. And when I was doing my job searches, I was like, oh, this could be a good fit for me. Um, A year ago, I was interning back in New Jersey um, at a place called Maurice Piers, and I was able to do sporting events, catering events. I kind of got a taste for a little bit of everything. I was like, okay, you know, I kind of liked that I didn't like this kind of figured out what I liked and what I didn't like and when it came down to getting closer to graduation and finalizing um, different job offers I was like okay I think I want to do this they have a little bit of everything they have you know more I guess I would say higher end events to do as well as more laid back events to do kind of gives me a mixture of both there are some days where I go to work in heels and a dress other days I'm wearing sneakers and shorts. You know, there's so much to do and I really enjoy it. That's awesome. And I'm right there with you. I like the variety of things. Keeps Mm -hmm. things fresh, keeps things fresh there. Now, um, kind of still going, going back a little bit, let's talk a little bit more in depth about um, that job search process coming out of school. Like you said, um, and that really kind of stuck out to me. You had an idea, hey, I wanted to be in the general area. You gravitated towards the West Coast of Florida. Can you talk a little bit more about what that job search process was like coming out of school? Um, your thoughts, your your feelings, you know, take us back to, to that time as you're going through it. Um, so what was that like for you? So for me, I really, I mean, I knew coming into my senior year last year, I was like, okay, you know, 
obviously going to enjoy my senior year. I'm going to finish well, but I do want to come out and start working. Um, and it was around probably January, February is when I kind of started getting ideas. I mean, I was looking over here. I was looking as far as going to Nashville, Tennessee. I was looking all over the place. I was like, I want to do something different. I want to kind of get out of Boca. I love it, but I've been there for four years. I want to branch out, you know, meet new people, connect and see what other opportunities lie somewhere else. And so I honestly was looking on Indeed, you know, all those job sites and the Don Cesar was the first one that stood out to me. And that was the first one that I applied for. Um, and that was beginning of March. And my whole interview process with them took a month long. I went from Boca to St. Pete three times within the month of April. A lot of gas money there. <laughs> but I mean, it was worth it. It was a long interview process. I was still unsure about it at first, but um, I was also interviewing with a couple other um, companies. IMG Academy here in Bradenton for a position. And I kind of just figured out, okay, Don, it's a beautiful place. You know, my boss that I interviewed with first, she's amazing. And I just kind of felt that connection. Like, okay, I think this is where I should start. Mm -hmm. And going through that interview process, and it's it's a natural feeling for everybody who goes through it to have some level of, of nerves, angst, you know, however you want to you know, attack it. Was that something that, you know, kind of overcoming that or working through that came easy to you? Was that something that you had to kind of put effort in, um, especially having to go all the way, you know, over there back and forth? Um, I feel like it can be easy to kind of build it up into a bigger thing than it is. So how did you kind of go about keeping things in perspective? Or was that something that was a challenge for you? Um, it was a little bit of a challenge for me, you know, I just going into it, I was like, wow, this is hitting me, you know, I'm graduating, I'm going to the real world, you know, it's time to put in that effort. And I remember my first interview was with my boss, and it was almost an hour and a half long. It was a long interview. And I was <laughs> holding my hands like this the whole time. I was kind of sweating. I was a little anxious because some of the questions she was asking, I was like, huh? I remember one of the questions she asked me was, if you could have one superpower, what would it be? And I was like, so stumped. I was like, I didn't prepare for that. You know, I prepared for the generic interview questions, but you know, you kind of just work through it and you know, you kind of figure it out along the way. And luckily they gave you the position and she's my favorite person ever. I love her. She's great. <laughs> That's awesome. And we, we can't go on any, any further in this show without figuring out and hearing what was that superpower that you chose. I chose invisibility, which believe it or not, was actually a wrong answer. <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, so my second answer was super strength. Um, and I was like, invisibility, why wouldn't that be right? She said, well, if you do visibility, you know, you're kind of hiding from people at your workplace. I'm like, that's not why I picked it. I mean, I think it'd be cool, like just to, you know, snap your finger and you'd be gone. But then I started to think about it, like in perspective of work terms. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> so is that, is that why you picked invisibility? Because that is, it is a very interesting question. I can totally see how it would catch you off guard because it is mm -hmm. out there. But I think that it does have, you know, you know, good, good meaning in terms of like comparing it to the workplace. So was that, did you pick invisibility just because it was like, hey, that seems kind of cool? Or were you kind of thinking in terms of like, you know, how it might relate to work at all? I was like, <laughs> split. I was so caught off guard. Uh -huh. I mean, I asked her, I'm like, can you give me a minute to think about this? Yeah, yeah. Thinking way too hard about it. And I just did invisibility just because I don't know. I feel like that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. You see someone you don't like, you can just be like, oh, I'm gone. <laughs> But super strength would be my second. She liked that one a lot better because um, especially in this industry with event planning, you have to be able to 
quote unquote, stay strong. I remember she told me in my first interview, she's like, you're going to meet a lot of different people. They'll complain. They'll give you all kinds of different stuff. That's when you have to like relax, be strong, be like, ma'am, sir, you know, kind of keep your ground a little bit. So mm -hmm. she liked that a lot better. <laughs> yeah. And I, I really like that you shared that story just because I think that it, it shows that as you're going through the interview process, you don't have to be perfect. You don't have to nail every single answer. You don't have to have all the answers planned out, you know, read the other person's mind. That might've been a good uh, superpower there is mind reading Then you would have known. Um, mm -hmm. But, but I think that's such a, such a good lesson, a good message, you know, to, to share out there, you know, you still got the job, you did well, um, you know, and you even asked, like, I like the fact that it was cool that you said, Hey, like, let me get a minute, you know, I need, you know, some time to think. So that, that's awesome. So I kind of want to transition to, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Right. <laughs> no, I was going to say, I'll admit, you know, going through that interview process and after my first interview with my boss, mm -hmm. I was not sure. I was like, I don't think I did well. I doubt I'll hear anything. Da, 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 da. I heard back like a week later and then she wanted me to meet with the GM of the hotel. I was like, okay. She said, you are the top um, applicant right now. You're number one out of 30 people. I was like, oh, really? Mm -hmm. Like I was kind of shocked a little bit and I met with the GM and that was kind of like my final offer. And then I got the job. So always, you know, it, for me, I was like, okay, I didn't think I got it, but you never know. You never know. <laughs> so how, how did you manage with that, that time of uncertainty where you get, gave the interview, you're like, ah, and then, you know, how to kind of wait to hear back from them. how did you got to go about managing that? It was a little stressful. I would say the month of April, like leading up to graduation was very like on the fence. I wasn't sure because there's different things in my head. I said, okay, I need to have a backup plan, which was IMG Academy. That was my second um, job that I was looking at. I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to move over here, you know, I got to find a place to live. That's kind of the reason why I'm living here in Bradenton. Because a part of me thought I'd be going to IMG Academy. That ended up not happening. And now I'm working in St. Pete. So now I have to do this commute every day. So um, just kind of working through that, you know, I kind of, for me, like faith is a big thing. So I was like, just trust, you know, God has a plan for you. Just keep working through. You'll, you'll do it. <laughs> no, that's that was just kind of my thought process. And here I am. And ended up working out. <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's, it gets me super excited to hear the different stories like that. So that's, that's awesome. So I want to kind of transition to, you know, more of the stuff that you're doing now, talking about, like you mentioned, there's going to be times of, you know, ups and downs throughout the day-to-day -day stuff that you work on. Um, so what, what has been, you know, one of the biggest challenges either you did anticipate or, you know, came to learn that was a challenge and how have you kind of worked through that, um, you know, in your position now? Um, I think one of the biggest challenges for me um, coming in the team that I'm with, um, I'm the youngest, I'm 22, everyone else is 35 years and older. So it was a little scary at first. I was like, you know, all these people have so much more experience than me, but they're amazing. They're great. And I love working with them. Um, I think for me, you know, that was a little scary at first. I was like, oh, this is a little it's threatening. Uh, but then once I got into it, I was like, okay, you know, you're doing your good job. And now over three months later being in this job, you know, I think I do a pretty good job of what I do. I'm left on my own now. You know, I don't need that kind of babysitting type of um, teaching. I'm able to do these things on my own. And I think the biggest challenge honestly was figuring out my time management. Uh, I've always been good personally with my time management skills. Um, it's never been an issue for me. 
but at work it's kind of different because I'm running these events. I have to be on time, exactly on time. And at first it took me a little bit. I was like, oh, you know, I need to make sure I give myself enough time to set up. I need to figure out how long that takes, run the event, see how long breakdown takes and still be on time. It took me a little bit. And I was like, okay, I'm starting to figure out and eventually figured it out. Some days it can still a little be stressful. You know, sometimes there's people that stay too much longer after and it's like, hi, don't mean to be rude, but I have another thing I need to do. And, you know, just kind of figuring it out. It's, it's a big industry and there's a lot of details that you have to pay attention to. So what was it that made you gravitate towards the event planning in this industry? Was that something you always wanted to do growing up or is that something you kind of discovered through coming to school? So for me, um, when I got to Lynn my freshman year, I went to sports management first and I realized a month in, I was like, "Mm, maybe this isn't for me. Then I went the rest of my freshman year undecided. I kind of went back. I looked at the majors. I was like, hmm, event management. Okay, I'll give that a shot. And um, I enjoyed it right off the bat. And then I started to think, um, you know, I used to host different events in high school and I really enjoyed it. You know, I'd have my friends like, why do you enjoy hosting? Like, that's so stressful. And I'm like, why? I like it. I think it's fun because I get to do things my way. It's my event, you know, and once the event's done, people come up to you and they say, hey, I had a really great time. You did a really great job. And it's really rewarding. Um, And then growing up, I liked a show called Four Weddings. Um, it was a show, I forget on what network, but basically just kind of ran through, you know, the food, the catering process, the venue. And I always watched it as a kid. I loved it. I was like, you know what, maybe this is for me. And I think it's for me. <laughs> no, that's awesome. And so, so as you're in this position now, looking forward to, you know, you, you recently graduated, you're, you know, getting started. Um, one of the things before we actually started, before I get there, I want to go back just a bit, um, too is before we started recording, you were kind of talking, we were talking about, oh, you know, what do you do on, on the weekends, stuff like that. And, you know, with, you know, how your schedule set up your weekends, you said it were Monday and Tuesday, and you say you do a lot of the adulting stuff. And mm-hmm. so uh, can you kind of talk about, you know, what that adjustment has been like to um, whether or not this is your first time living alone or just kind of having a balance, like, all right, going to work now on my time off, how do I take care of myself, but also take care of the things, you know, that I need to take care of? Um, I'm not going to lie. It was very difficult at first. It's still challenging, um, but it's definitely a lot better now. And I think for me, um, you know, I was a little different. I graduated, you know, commencement was on May 6th, that Friday. I started work May 10th, that Tuesday. So I had three days to get all my stuff from Boca, drive over here, move in. And I immediately started work. I threw myself right into that job and I was like, wow, okay. I need to take a step back for a minute. Um, cause I start, you know, I'm full time at the Don Cesar, but I'm also part-time wedding planner assistant for another company that Prima actually, um, had as a guest speaker for one of my classes back in the fall. And I work with her and we have a busy fall schedule coming up for weddings. And, um, it was in June, we kind of, the wedding planner, her name is Jillian and I had a talk and we said, Hey, like I need to just kind of take a breather for a minute. She's like, I agree. I think you put too much on yourself at once, you know, take like a month or two, settle in your full-time job, kind of figure things out. Um, Cause you know, college versus adulting, it's obviously so much different. This is my first time living alone. I don't have any roommates. I'm in a new place. I don't really know anyone. 
Um, I'm paying all these things on my own now. So it's just, it's a huge adjustment. Um, but I enjoy it. It's definitely a lot different, but I've been liking it. And now I've kind of reset my mind a little bit. I'm ready for the fall season. I'm comfortable with my full-time job. I know what to expect. And now I'm going back with the wedding planner for a nice busy wedding season. No, I love that. And I, that's so great that you were able to, you know, have that conversation. Cause I think that's an important conversation as you go into is to make sure that you are taking care of yourself, you know, as, mm -hmm. as well with all those things. So what, what are some of those things that you do to take care of yourself to make sure that with the busy schedule, with the full-time job, the part-time job that you are still able to keep that, you know, battery charged up and ready, you know, and able to do the best work that you can. Um, I think for me, um, I'm also very into fitness. That's like my second passion outside of event planning. Um, I work with a couple of companies and it's hard at first. It was like, I got to really balance, you know, I still got to meet these deliverables with these other companies I'm working with and still go to the gym. You know, in college, I was going to the gym six days a week, at least, you know, I loved it. That was like amazing. Now I'm lucky to get it like four times a week. It's hard. Cause you know, there's some days, I mean, my hours are all over the place. Some days I work nine to five other days. I'm working till 11 or midnight. Um, it can be difficult um, to figure out. It's like, wow, I don't have that much time anymore, or at least it doesn't feel that way, but essentially I do. And it's been taking me time to figure out like, okay, you know, you work, you know, say 12 to 10, you need to go to the gym in the morning, you know, still take care of you on your two days off, just kind of sleep in a little bit get up, do what you want to do, catch up on some things. And yeah, it's, it's still challenging. I'll admit it's still hard to keep um, up with the things that I love to do when, well, you know, with the fitness, I love going to the beach and just kind of taking care of me. It can still be very challenging, but I've definitely gotten a lot better with it and managing my time for sure. Mm -hmm. I love that. And as, as much as I ask these questions for everybody listening, and I also ask them for myself because <laughs> You know, I, I think it's so interesting to learn from, you know, different people's perspective as, you know, in the different industries, how they kind of operate and, and go about, um, you know, taking care of themselves, managing their schedules, their time, stuff like that. So now we're looking forward a little bit. We're where we are right now, but what, what is the ultimate goal as we're working, working forward? I know that's a million dollar question, but what, where are you uh, headed um, down the road in the future? Down the future? Um, honestly, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um Right now, this is a great start. I mean, it's a beautiful place. I work with a really great team. Um, I definitely do want to grow within the event industry. Um, I do want to get to, you know, obviously higher positions and work my way up. Um, I get to a point where I'm kind of the manager of everyone. I want to get to a point where I'm kind of overseeing everything. Um, but right now, I don't know what that looks like. It's still up in the air. The event industry is a huge industry. There's so many different things you can do. And I don't know, I'm just still kind of figuring it out as much as I love Florida, you know, I'm also like, hmm, maybe in a year, maybe I will go to Nashville because for some reason that's been in the back of my head. There's so many great event things up there too. It's something different. You know, I think for me, just getting those new opportunities and new experiences is key for me to grow within the event industry for myself and just meeting new people. Connection is everything. And I know we hear that a lot, but it's so true. Like connection is everything. No, absolutely. I love that. I have not a doubt in my mind that you'll be able to do whatever it is, you know, mm -hmm. you're working towards. So that's awesome. So as we're coming towards the end of the show, it is 
uh, the bittersweet moment, as I always say, because the show's coming to an end, but super sweet because you're leaving us, leaving us with one more valuable piece of advice. And this is the time where we are cashing out. So uh, what is the biggest lesson, biggest tip um, to leave us with a little bit of extra money on the road? So what do you have for us today, Sarah? I would say just be patient with yourself. Just be patient with yourself. Everything takes time. There are going to be moments where you're overwhelmed, you're stressed, you're not sure what's to come, but just be patient that things will work out. There will be something for you, um, especially in the event industry where I am, like you have to be patient with yourself. There's so many different things that can be thrown at you. You just got to relax. And in the work environment itself, patience is key. You're going to meet people from all over the place. They can be the nicest person ever. They can be the worst person ever. And those are the moments where you're like, you need to be patient. You need to just, you know, work with them. And I just think being patient with yourself too is huge. You have to be. Mm-hmm. I love that. And that, that's such a good piece for everybody and anybody at any point, you know, throughout their career and wherever you are in life. So, so patience is key. Uh, a beautiful way to end the show. So thank you so much for coming on. This is absolutely amazing. And I, I know, like I said, you're going to do great things. And I'm excited to be able to uh, you know, watch you along your way. So thanks so much. Thank you.